because you get so used to in North America, keeping up the Joneses, buying the latest, whatever that you're spending your money and you can, you know, lifestyle creep comes in and you're, the more you make, the more you spend. You can get a hold of that early on and get on top of that in your early forties before you know it, 10 years, you could be retiring at 50 as well. And just living that life of travel and relaxation. Hey, midlifers, welcome to the midlife makeover show. Are you ready to break free from your mundane midlife? Are you feeling trapped in a vicious cycle of rinse and repeat days? No matter if you're experiencing a divorce hangover, job burnout, or you just have the midlife blues, I got you. Hey, I'm Wendy, your hostess of the Midlife Mostess. I too was hit by midlife like a freight train. I too felt stuck in the same dull chapter. I wanted the clarity of how to create a new life beyond divorce and the courage to leave an unfulfilling career. But I kept telling myself that I wasn't worthy and it was just easier to stay in my comfort zone until I found a little secret, the freedom to live my life my way. In this podcast, you will learn how to achieve a vibrant midlife mind and body, how to create solid relationships through love and loss, and how to create an awesome second half of life. Grab your grande latte, pop in your earbuds, and let's get this midlife party started. Woohoo! Welcome back to the show and welcome to retiring early. I just love how that sounds. Yes! We have a great show for you today, and there's actually three main reasons why I'm extra excited for you to hear today's episode. The first reason is because our guests here today are so adorable. I highly recommend watching the video of our interview on my YouTube channel. You could just go to midlifemakeoveryoutube.com and you can watch it there. Not only is this couple adorable, but they are incredibly inspirational. I really admire Doug and Monique for taking such a big leap by retiring early moving abroad and creating an exciting and fulfilling second half of life. They really took a mindful, proactive approach towards designing their lives. Most importantly, they put themselves first. You will hear during the interview how they worked so hard for 25 years, they raised their family, they contributed to their community, and now it's about Doug and Monique, as it should be. This is their time to live, love, laugh, and lie on the beach in Portugal. How cool is that? (laughs) The second reason I'm excited about today's interview is that I'm really hoping that it opens your mind to exploring the possibilities of retiring early, moving abroad, if that floats your boat, decluttering, downsizing, downshifting, and downright enjoying your midlife. It's all possible. Trust me, Doug and Monique made it possible. I made it possible. And so can you. I think you will find that when you free yourself of the stuff in your life that weighs you down, it will free up your body, mind, and spirit so you can truly live your life. And I don't mean living life unconsciously, mindlessly, or on autopilot, but truly living, living with purpose and enjoying the deeper meaning of life. That's what it's all about. Let me just remind you too, that life is short. You 
Doug, Monique, me, and everyone else out there does not know if we have tomorrow. So giddy up and start living a life you love. The third reason that I am super excited about today's episode is that you get to hear the next place that I am moving to in my second half of life. As many of you know, I got rid of everything last year, bought an RV, and took a solo trip around the country. Such a blast. I highly recommend it. I decluttered, I downsized, I downshifted, and I began downright enjoying my midlife. I'm currently in Chicago, not a big fan, dreading the winter, of course, and spending some time here just to regroup and gear up for my next exciting adventure. I can't wait for you to hear where the Midlife Makeover Show will soon be broadcasting from. By the way, since I'm hostess of this podcast, I'm obviously not completely retired. I feel like it, though because I retired from everything that did not spark joy in my life. This podcast sparks so much joy in my life that it sets my heart on fire. I absolutely love it. I put in a ton of work for this podcast. There's so much that goes on behind the scenes. But you know what? It never feels like work. I believe it was Confucius that said, Choose a job you love and you will never have to work a day in your life. So true. I cannot agree more. So even if you can't retire early, find something that sparks joy in your life. Let me just add that there are so many jobs you can do nowadays where you can work remotely and live anywhere. I mean, look at me. Some of my episodes were recorded in Malibu while I sat in my RV watching the sunrise over the ocean. Ah, my gosh, pure bliss. Ah, Okay. And now I can't think anymore because my mind is taking me to Malibu. (laughs) Well, anyway, let's get on with the show so you can start planning your next exciting adventure. Doug and Monique are creators of Track Us Down, a YouTube channel all about downshifting to an early retirement, living a healthy lifestyle, and enjoying the freedom that comes with it. After working for 25 years and raising their family, Doug and Monique retired at 50, sold everything, left Canada, and now spend their second half of life on the beautiful island of Madeira, Portugal. Please welcome Doug and Monique. Doug and Monique, welcome to the Midlife Makeover Show. I am so happy to have you guys here. I'm a huge fan of yours. I've been following your YouTube channel for a few months now. So tell everyone a little bit about what you do and the most important question of all, why you do what you do. Well. (laughs) Hi, Wendy. Yes. Thank you very much for having us. We're Trakas Down and... We retired at the age of 50 after uh, 25 years of working hard and raising a family. And we thought we didn't want a regular retirement. We thought there's much more out there in retirement than what the norm is. And we have a lot of background that led us to that decision, but we decided to move abroad and we chose Madeira. And we're just trying to promote a better way of retiring after working hard your whole life and raising a family. Good for you. So Monique, why don't you take why don't you take the why? Why did you guys decide to do this? Why did we start, decide to start a YouTube channel? Or why yeah. did we move abroad? <laughs> I would say both. Yeah. 
Both. Um, I think the move abroad comes from a lot of travel that we've done in the past, and it all kind of comes back to what we call our world trip. We did take a year off in our 30s with our boys, and we traveled to 33 countries and spent a year traveling abroad. And during that time, I mean, we had the boys with us, so we were doing a lot of things with kids. Uh, We always said, you know, one day we'd like to do this, just the two of us down the road. And here we are at 50, and that's what we decided to do. So that's the why for moving abroad. The why for a YouTube channel is a little stranger. I don't know why we did this. (laughs) At one point, I think we were challenging ourselves, like, could we do it? I don't know. You'd have to commit to doing it for an amount of time. Let's commit to a year. Okay. But really the why was because when we were researching this, there wasn't the information out there that we were looking for. And we yeah, just thought yeah. we had some stuff to offer as far as cost of living and can you do this on a retirement budget? So that we said, you know, let's just try this and post some information. And people have been very receptive. Well, yeah. And me especially, because if it wasn't for you guys, I wouldn't be moving to Madeira next year. So well, that's great to hear. Welcome. <laughs> oh, way to go. So actually, it's so funny because I I think I told you this too. I already knew the title of this episode before even today. And I was like, we're going to talk about, what was it? Decluttering, downsizing, downshifting, and downright enjoying your second half of life. That's a long title. I love it. um, So let's talk about decluttering because I've done it myself. Um, I don't know if you guys know this, but I got rid of everything last year and I moved into an RV. And I traveled for almost a year. So I know what it's like to, to declutter. So did you guys get rid of everything? Everything. everything. Yeah. Everything. We sold everything. And you yeah. started that kind of minimalist uh, yeah. path, I guess, uh, a year or so ago. And once you go down that path, there's just no stopping. You feel so free the more you get rid of, as you know, from moving into an RV. Yeah. yeah. And, and you know what? I don't even miss a lot of the stuff that I had. I, like, I don't even remember, remember any of it. <laughs> no, exactly. None of it. Yeah. Yeah. And so, and I know too, with when, you know, I have three boys and even I had some of their stuff, you know, that was left over and I was like, do I get rid of this? And I think Monique, um, that you had talked about how you took pictures of things that, yeah. that you really wanted to keep, but then you're like, Oh yeah. You kind of go into different piles. There's some that were easy to get rid of. You go, okay, that's easy to go. The things that I was a little hemming and hawing about, some of those I took pictures of because they were just too big to keep or just, you know, hard to keep. And they're on my phone. And to be honest, I've never gone back and looked at them. But at the moment to let go of them, it made me feel better to take a photo. I I bet. Yeah. It was last year I was selling homes or maybe the year before, I don't remember, in Chicago. And I would sell to people that were trying to downsize into smaller homes. And they would always get so nervous just having to get rid of things. And it was kind of interesting. I told them, like, you know, you spend the first half of your life getting a bunch of stuff. And the second half, you're trying to get rid of it all. Absolutely. <laughs> and when you think about it, what are you, what are you collecting it all for? A lot, one of the things we really talked about was our boys really don't want all the stuff that we're spending all this time collecting, right? Yes. And if we don't need it, what are we doing? And it's so freeing to not have it all. So what all did you take to Madeira? Well, we had two big suitcases, two carry-on suitcases, two backpacks, a guitar, and a dog in a big dog. (laughs) And that's it. And that's all our possessions. I love it. Were you like, when you're at the airport, were you thinking, this is nuts? 
Or yeah, were you like, we were those people. We you were know, the people, people you go, oh, I don't want to be behind them. People that was were us. cursing us. <laughs> they were saying, wishing us that we would miss our flights. They were so mm-hmm. mad at us. And all we were doing was checking in. Yeah. We weren't doing anything wrong, but we had everything with us. And we didn't have a lot, but we had yeah. a dog and that took a while too. So we were the Beverly Hillbillies. Yeah. Yeah. You guys have a big dog, right? We yes, do. Yeah. Yes. So definitely we brought clothing and stuff, but we didn't bring anything like housewares wise or anything yeah. like that. No. And it's stuff like that's just so easy to, it's easier it just to replace it rather than carrying it with you everywhere. Absolutely. And I think that, you know, you get here, they have everything you need and right. you actually need a lot less than you think. And mm. there's something freeing about letting go of that, that stuff that served you in the first half. It was great yeah. for that. And we're grateful that we had a lot of really nice things, but it was time, it was time to move on. That's so, it's so brave. So how did you decide on Portugal? We went through a process of looking at weather. We wanted to live somewhere nice and warm always. And we looked at stability of government, politics. We looked at safety. That was a big thing for us was safety. And of course, cost of living. So once you start narrowing it down and have a list, um, you know, Costa Rica, we looked at, we looked at Panama, Panama. we Mm -hmm. looked at, well, the US, we were thinking of, going into a uh, type of RV and going around yeah. full-time as well. I mean, that's a dream. We love that kind of travel. We did a bit yeah. of that on our world trip for three months as well. But anyways, once you start looking at all the different variabilities, Portugal just, it was it a shining, shines, yeah, yeah, it was a shining star. Yeah. yeah. Healthcare as well. Healthcare. Healthcare. Big one. Yeah. Yeah. That's huge. I mean, the, the research that I've done on it, it's maybe what, two, $300 or something per month. Or something, well, yeah. For private health. For private, yeah. Yeah. We, we were paying 50. 50, yeah, 20, 40, 20 each, right? 20 each, yeah. 20 euros each wow. per person per month for private health care. Yeah. But they have public health care here, and that is free to all residents. So now that we're residents, we can let go of that private health care and just use public. I was wondering if you guys were residents. We yes. are. Yeah. Okay. And then are you from um, the States or from Canada? We're Canada. from Canada. Okay. I thought I could hear it. <laughs> you can hear the accent? The, yes. the boat and the host. Yes. I guess. Really? Yeah. You got to be from Canada. <laughs> I think the first thing that tipped our viewers was when we used the word runners, runners. instead Run- of tennis shoes. We call them runners. <laughs> yes. I did hear you say that. I was like, wait a minute. Like, yes. What do you call them? Um, well, like tennis shoes? Yeah. Yeah. What if you're not playing tennis? I've said the same thing my whole life. I'm like, well, I don't really play tennis. So why am I wearing tennis shoes? But what do you call them for kids when you say, hey, kids, go get your runners on? You know, tennis shoes. Okay. Go get your Converse or whatever. Yeah. So um, let's talk about lifestyle. How has that changed for you? Freedom. Freedom. Yeah, absolutely. One of the things we say is all the freedom that comes with it, with that type of downsizing, downshifting, we like to call it. And it is just pure freedom. We can go hiking when we want. We can have a longer breakfast. We don't have the clutter of a lifetime of all the things we've accumulated. So it is just pure freedom to live the life that we know always knew we wanted to live and that we did live for that year while we were traveling. Yeah, that is great. So Monique, how has it changed for you just living there and, you know, compared to Canada? Wow. Well, the weather for one thing, Mm -hmm. just knowing that the weather is always going to be, I mean, it does rain occasionally, but for the most part, they call Madeira 
I'll, what is it? Perpetual, perpetual spring springtime, perpetual summer. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. always, you know, it's always nice. It's always pretty nice to go outside, to go hiking, to go walking, to go wherever you need to go. And that changes everything when you have access to the outdoors like that. And Madeira has so, I mean, Portugal in general has yeah. so many things to do outdoors. It's really just opened up a whole new world in that way. Well, I'm so glad that you put your videos out there because, and you know, they have to be good if you've already convinced me to move there. (laughs) I'm sure (laughs) we actually were going to move to Spain, but, and we'll be there in a few weeks, but in Spain, it's amazing. Have you been to Spain? We have. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to Spain. It's amazing. But I think when you start comparing really closely the healthcare between Spain and Portugal, Mm -hmm. um, you know, what you have access to between Spain and Portugal. I don't know. Portugal wins for us. It does. In weather, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You know, one thing about Madeira, there is no crime here. And when we tell people that coming from North America and coming from a policing background, when you tell people that there's no crime, they kind of look at you funny because it's hard to believe, but it's not just something that we're saying. There is literally no crime on this island. I'm sure there's petty crime. There's no yeah. violence. And no. for us to never have to worry about anything ever as far as crime is just. Yeah. The safety uh, factor is huge. Like is. as a woman walking around here, you will, you won't feel any kind of like that weird vibe where you're thinking maybe yep. I shouldn't be doing this. Yeah. That, that doesn't exist here. And I was saying to Doug the other day, even in the gym, like the way mm-hmm. they have such a, <laughs> feeling of safety here that, that I've just never seen. Like when the ladies go take a shower after they've worked out, they leave their purse there, their stuff open, they take off their rings and put them down and then they're gone for 20 minutes. Their iPhones yeah. out. I mean, we would, we would never, yeah, do you that, can never right? do that here. That, that even- I mean, I'm still locking yes. things up and walking away yeah. going, you know, like, yeah. but they have a different, um, relaxed factor about that. And I really admire that about them. I, I love that kind of community feeling that they have. Yeah. And I'm in Chicago, so you can imagine what it's like here. Yeah. You would never leave your purse anywhere. (laughs) Or when they go up to pay at a cafe, they'll leave their purse on the table and then turn around and walk up to pay for their drinks or run to the washroom and they leave it there and they don't think twice. It's It's different. (laughs) So do you ever feel like being on an island, do you kind of feel like, oh my gosh, you're stuck there or... Do you guys travel off the island at all? Yeah, it is. Well, it's so easy to travel off this island. Yeah, Yeah. we said this is our base. And originally our plan was to start on the mainland and rent from year to year and move around to the different places because Portugal has so much to offer on the mainland alone. Absolutely. And then we heard about Madeira and we started researching Madeira. We thought, what a great way to start a retirement on an island. And then after being here for less than three months, we couldn't find anything wrong with it. Yeah. It's just perfect place to make our base. So that's what we want it to be is our base and to travel abroad from there, whether it's mainland Portugal or the Europe in general and beyond from there. And it's, there are cheap flights from uh, Funchal to every major center in Europe, you know, sometimes as low as 20 euros. Yeah. Like and when Doug says cheap flights, I mean, from here to Milan, we had friends who flew for 40 euros return. Oh my gosh. So you got yes. Milan, Berlin, you've got London, London. Paris. So you're not isolated. I mean, if you, if you don't like flying, then that might be a problem, mm-hmm. but if you're okay with flying, I mean, we can go to Lisbon quite inexpensively as well. Porto. Yes. So yeah, we, yeah. Have, we have access. Yeah. I think there's going to be more people, um, you know, moving abroad just because now people can work remotely. 
You know, right. even like with right. what I do, I can do this yes. anywhere. Right. So I think there's going to be, I, it seems like even Portugal, there's a lot of people moving to Portugal. Yeah. There's a lot of digital nomads on the island. There's actually little clusters where they have buildings that they work out of in certain places and mm-hmm. uh, meetups that they have. So there's there's a mix. It's not just all people who are retiring. There's people coming here and working as well. The government is really pushing they digital are. nomads and uh, encouraging digital nomads to come to Madeira. And they're Internet service and their Wi-Fi is so fast. Oh, wow. And and inexpensive. Yeah, that's good. So was your friends and family like, oh, my gosh. Well, first of all, retiring at what, 50? Yes. (laughs) Yeah, where they're like, oh, my God, that's nuts. You can't retire. You're too (laughs) young. (laughs) I think the norm is a lot of people work until whether they're 52 or 55 in our professions. But then they always go on to a second job. And Mm -hmm. they'll work that for another 10 or 15 years when they're mid 60s or late 60s. And we just wanted something better for our second half of life, which is any time after retirement, whether it's 65 or, or right. younger. Yeah. And right. There's a whole big world out there to travel. So yeah, it's young, but we always say we worked hard. Monique worked as a uh, educator for 29 years and I was in policing for 27. And those are really, you know, hard professions to put in those kind of hours and shifts. Yeah. So we feel like we contributed to society. And mm-hmm. we don't feel that yeah. we retired too early or. I think that's a big thing. We, yeah. uh, that's a big point for us is that, you know, as we've worked and raised a family, you know, we do feel like we've been part of a community. We've, we've done those things. We've helped our community. We've, we've contributed. So right. there's a, like a big breath we can take. And so now some of this time is going to be for us. Yeah, exactly. As it should be. So do you guys go back to Canada often? Uh, this summer we did. Yeah. We went back during the summertime, and we're looking to go back at Christmas time yeah. as well. As cold as it's going to be, we think it's the right thing to do. Yeah, yeah, I know. Oh gosh, it is going to be cold. That's not. Yeah, that yeah. part we're not looking forward to. But obviously, uh, Doug's parents are still with us, and you know we're excited to see his family and uh, our boys. But our boys love coming to Madeira. If they had it their way, they would any time they have off would be spent here. They they. Yeah. Thoroughly enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, I, I think my boys are going to like going over there too. Oh, Absolutely. they for sure will. Just to get back to what Doug was saying though about retiring early at 50, you yeah. know, we talked about downshifting and part of that trade off was downshifting. I mean, we're not living the same lifestyle we were when we were both working full time and, you know, we had, you know, what everyone has all the toys where, you know, you have a boat, you have a trailer, you have a Hot tub, I don't know, all yeah. those things, right? Yeah. We were we were li- willing to live a more frugal lifestyle, a more minimal lifestyle. And that you ha- those things kind of go hand in hand as you downshift and you make a plan for the second half, not having all the things you had before. Yes. Minimal, minimal frugal, and free. Minimal, frugal, yes. and free. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> well, even for me, it's like I've had the, you know, the big houses and the fancy cars and the big businesses. And oh my gosh, I I didn't want it anymore. It's and with where I'm at now, it I don't have the pressure of having to keep up with all that stuff. That's I mean, even right. if the stuff is paid off, you still have to maintain it, right? That's right. Yeah. You got to keep up with the boat or you got to, you know, dust the furniture. That's get right. All that stuff. Yes. I'm like, oh. And at yeah. a certain point, do you own it or does it own you in a sense, right? Exactly. Because I, I need to go home and look after the house. I need to go home and cut the grass, cut the grass or yes. whatever. Yes. Um, Shovel snow. <laughs> <laughs> 
that. <laughs> I'll be doing that in a few weeks. <laughs> That's great. No, not for us anymore. No way. <laughs> I was going to say the way we approached even, we did buy a place here. So we do own a home now here. Um, but we've approached it in a totally different way. We used to really enjoy um, going to Florida and own, going to a timeshare. So we've mm-hmm. kind of thought of our new home kind of like that. The things that are here belong to the home. They're not like our personal possessions anymore. Yes. They, they, they're great for here. Obviously, you need, you need things to live. You need a sofa. You need, you, you need things. But there's not that same ownership feeling that we had in the past. That's interesting. Yeah. So like if you had to leave, you just, you have your suitcase with your clothes and the stuff can stay and your runners. runners. I'm taking my runners. runners. (laughs) Don't forget to pack your runners. (laughs) You know, shoes wear out. I would say more quickly here because the cobblestone is all made with volcanic stone. So it's very pebbly and grippy, which is good, but there's so much walking on hills, downhill, uphill, your shoes wear out. So they have shoe stores everywhere and really nice shoes. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. inexpensive. Like it's, I would yeah. say Portuguese do great shoes. They do. Yeah. 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 We love those stores. It's so brave what you've done. I mean, I, people all the time comment, even when I was doing the RVing, you're like, oh my gosh, I've always wanted to do that. And I'm scared to do it. So what, let's talk about fears. Did you have any fears in doing this? Absolutely. I mean, money, money, yeah. Uh, you know, we have a retirement budget where uh, <laughs> we didn't sell, uh, you know, five mansions and 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 no. have a, a trust fund or anything like that. We're doing it. Uh, we're pensioners right now on one pension as it is. Yeah. Monique isn't entitled to her pension until another three or four years, three. three years. So it's just mine right now. So we had to make sure we could do it on our budget. Could we afford to keep living doing that? And it's a big move to sell everything. Mm hmm. Because if you do decide to go back, then you have to reacquire. But it was the best decision we made. For Absolutely. Sure. No regrets. Good, and good. I think one of the other fears, too, is staying connected to our children and our family. So can you do that from abroad? And, you know, we've been doing this almost a year now, and we feel closer to our family than ever. There's ways of, of staying connected, whether that's heading home for visits or them coming here, or, I mean, now with technology, I mean, we do family FaceTimes and we're, we know everybody's what they're up to all the time. So we don't feel a disconnect. I think the way you would many, many years ago. Exactly. Yeah. I think you, did you guys do a show about that, about the amount of time, the hours? Yeah. (laughs) We calculated the hours. (laughs) And it's true though, right? Like if, if if your boys come over to visit for a week or two, to, you'd probably spend more time during those couple of weeks than if they were right down the Absolutely. street. Yeah. And you're doing meaningful things together. You're planning hikes right. or you're going places and there's no distractions. They're not like, Hey, I got friends that I got to do this with. They're like, they're here, they're yours. Right. And yeah. Kind of nice. Yeah. And I think, you know, as far as fears, we probably had less fears than other people because we have experience at this type of thing before when we took our year off and traveled abroad we thought maybe we would be homesick after a month or two, but we soon came to realize as the months went on that we just, we didn't want to come back. Yeah. You know, we could have yeah. just kept going and going and going. And that's, I mean, that would have been great to be doing videos and showing people that you could live a lifestyle like that. And now, of course, that's everywhere and people do that. Right. So now for us, it's in retirement, right? Yeah. Been- yeah. Do you guys ever get bored? Oh God, no, no, there's not enough hours, <laughs> there's not enough hours in the day. No, if anything, sometimes I'm like, 
I, I, I need a break. Like we have too much going on. Like we have too many friends, too many activities. Really. Yeah. Am I really saying this? <laughs> well, meetups, yeah. people yeah. actually are very interested. They want to do the same thing. So they'll yeah. send a lot of requests, even if they're coming to Madeira for a scouting trip, they want yeah. to meet up and which is great to see, but apparently we have information that people are uh, really looking to hear yeah. about, whether it's about cost of living and that kind of thing. So that's great. If we can show people that there is a better retirement, a better second half of life, or just a better way to live abroad, we're all for it. Yeah, exactly. So what is the name of the, I know the name of the YouTube channel, but for everybody else, what's the name of the, of your channel? Uh, It's called track us down. Track us down. Yeah. Track us down. Making the most of retirement, the second half of life. The second half of life, which is what we like to call what we're doing now. The second half. I love it. So where else can we find you? We are on Instagram as well under track underscore us underscore down, track us down. And on, you know, that started out as just a kind of showcase for friends and family, but we're using it more just to kind of highlight some of the festivals and just kind of the fun stuff here on Madeira that we wouldn't put on YouTube. And I so- can't wait for the next one. So I... <laughs> forward to all your shows. Oh, thank you so much. Well, that's exciting that you're coming. You're looking to come here as well. I mean, you will not regret it. I mean, yeah. Yeah. So any advice for anyone out there that's like, okay, I want to retire early and I want to do what you guys are doing. Any bit of advice for them? Start early. Start early. And you know what? I think one thing that we did that we found really useful is we kind of took a step back. I think we were at the lake one, one weekend And, you know, you get your notepad out and and start making a plan, start saying like, what would have to happen for us to do this? We would have to organize ourselves financially. We would have to sell this and this and this and this, like start, start looking at those plans. And, you know, that's how it begins, because if you don't start at the beginning, then you don't kind of have a direction as to where you're going. So I don't think it's ever too early to start. That's right. We were able to retire at 50. So people, I mean, this is really important for people in their late thirties or early forties. If they were happen to come across our channel or hear information like this, it's like a, an eye-opening experience where you start to think, well, that's only 10 years away. That's right. You know, we went on a financial literacy journey because you get so used to in North America, keeping up with the Joneses, buying the latest, whatever that you're spending your money and you can, you know, lifestyle creep comes in when you're, the more you make, the more you spend. Yep. You can get a hold of that <laughs> early on and get on top of that yeah. in your early 40s. Before you know it, 10 years, you could be retiring at 50 as well and just living that life of travel and relaxation. Absolutely. Yeah. Good advice. All right. Well, thank you guys so much. Well, thank and you I'll, very uh, much. For I'll having see us. you in a few months. Oh, that will <laughs> be wonderful. Do. Thank please you track so much, us. Wendy. Please track us down when you track, I'm going to track you down. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We have had people tap us on the shoulder and say, I tracked you down. (laughs) (laughs) Look forward to it, Wendy. Thank you. Thank you so much. And now for the nuggets of midlife wisdom from today's show. Number one, once you go down the path of decluttering, you will feel so free the more stuff you get rid of. That is so true. Number two, you spend the first half of your life getting a bunch of stuff and you spend the second half of your life trying to get rid of it all. Number three, downsizing and decluttering brings you so much freedom. Number four, per Doug, be minimal, frugal, and free. Yes. Number five, do you own your stuff or does your stuff own you? Mm-hmm. Very good question. Number six, 
Where do you want to live in your second half of life? Factor in things like weather, stability of government, safety, cost of living, health care, quality of food. Number seven, even if you don't retire early, there are so many ways to work remotely so you can live anywhere. So exciting. Number eight, start early and start making a plan. If you don't start at the beginning, then you don't have direction as to where you are going. Thank you so much, Doug and Monique. You two are such a beautiful couple and you are living such a beautiful life. I can't wait to drink some coral beer with you guys overlooking the ocean in Madeira. It's going to be a blast. Everyone, please check out their YouTube channel, Track Us Down. There are some great binge-watching episodes on there. I know this because I have watched them all, (laughs) maybe a few times. Before we part ways, just a few quick reminders of how you and I can connect outside of the Midlife Makeover Show. Number one, join the Midlife Makeover Club. It's our private Facebook community for all things related to midlife relationships, health, mindset, and more, you will receive episode updates, interview clips of the show. Those are my favorite Instagram live videos, wise words from Wendy, and of course, some wacky words from Wendy. Basically anything to help you live, love, and laugh through midlife. Just go to themidlifemakeoverclub.com and request to join. We would love to have you. Number two, join us for the next Instagram live show. The cool thing about IG lives is that you can meet new guests and ask questions live on the show. Just follow me on Instagram at Wendy Valentine or the Midlife Makeover Show and click on live shows on my profile. Number three, check out my Midlife Makeover Method online course available at midlifemakeovermethod.com. In this fabulous four-week online course presented by your hostess of the Midlife Mostess, you will embark on an awesome journey of transformation. I will help you discover your number one wish, uncover your why, and get you taking action towards creating a life you love. Over four weeks, we will go through four phases of seed to flight. You will walk away with the Midlife Metamorphosis. Okay, Midlifers, get out there and be bold, be free, be you. Did this podcast inspire you, challenge you, trigger you to make a change, or spit out your coffee laughing? Good. Then there are three ways you can thank me. Number one, you can leave a written review of this podcast on Apple iTunes. Number two, you can take a screenshot of the episode and share it on the social media and tag me, Wendy Valentine. Number three, share it with another midlifer that needs a makeover. You know who I'm talking about. Thank you so much for listening to the show. Get out there and be bold, be free, be you.